Hello, Sean here. Real quick, before the episode gets started, I just want to say uh, that I'm very sorry that the audio quality here is not up to our normal standards. Uh, fortunately, Curtis's microphone picked us both up, but there was a problem with my microphone. I think it's still listenable, but it's not the quality we want to deliver to you guys. If this is your first ever episode of the podcast, maybe go back and listen to A Witch's Ball just a few episodes ago, or Matilda. Uh, those were both great episodes with, mm, ah, just peak quality audio. So sorry about this. And, uh, our upcoming episode will be, um, the never ending story three starring a very young Jack Black. And that audio quality is going to be so crisp. So sit back and enjoy the show. Saturday Morning Dads. My name's Sean. My name is Curtis. And this is the podcast for you if you think way too much about children's media. Today we're talking about... The Little Mermaid. Uh, uh, Biggest kids hit of the summer? Maybe. I don't know. Sure. So, been seeing a lot in the news about it, how it's a huge flop and didn't make any money. Uh, turns out it made $529 million, over twice what it cost to make it. I'd call that a success. Yeah. Half a billion dollars. With an operating budget of $250 million. A worldwide gross of five hundred twenty-nine million. Pretty good. So less money than any of the other live-action remakes. Less money than Aladdin. Less money than Jungle Book or whatever. Yeah, but movies are a little different now. Did they do a live-action Jungle Book? Yeah, that was like that was uh, early on, early, and that was. Um, We're skipping. So we, we gotta we gotta talk about nonsense for 20 minutes before we start talking about the movie what we, we haven't done this in too long I know we're we're, we'll, we gotta shake the rust off gotta shake the rust off uh, what have you been doing for the last uh, six months since we did a podcast well I did a podcast with my mom I uh, yeah I know I know can I share a tangential story tangential tangential yeah yes um, I didn't bring this up on that episode but there was a company when I was in high school called Fast Forward that was a skateboard store. And it did a Willy Wonka promotion where you could buy chocolate bars at its cash register and one of them would have a golden ticket. Actually, I think 15 of them had golden tickets. And if you got one of those golden tickets, you got to meet Tony Hawk. What? At a special meet and greet. And that was just one shop? They had... Um, uh, like 15 shops around Texas. Wow. And I worked there. Oh, so you were ineligible. I was ineligible. But you know who was it? My little brother. And he won. Whoa. So did you get to meet Tony Hawk? I got to go and see Tony Hawk from afar at the Gaylord Texan Resort. Wow. So your brother's met Tony Hawk. My brother has met Tony Hawk. He was sitting on a throne and taking pictures of people. <laughs> 
kind of like it kind of looked like a big Santa Claus throne. Yeah. And people were just like coming and talking to him for a minute or two. I wonder if the Gaylord Texan just had a Santa Claus throne and they were like, hey, Tony Hawk, just sit on this. Have you ever been to the Gaylord Texan's Santa Claus Christmas stuff? No. I, I try to avoid that area because that's where Great Wolf Lodge is also, right? Oh, if you, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm not going to go back there. I went, I went and visited my niece and nephew when uh, when my brother took them there. And that was it was insane. The Great Wolf Lodge. Great Wolf Lodge. They had some Harry Potter game going on where they had like all the kids had these wands and they were like running around the hotel like pointing it at stuff and I don't know. I don't know what was happening. It's lost tonight. It was it was crazy. I didn't like it. Have your and it was it seemed very germy. <laughs> so you haven't stayed in one of their hotel rooms. No, no. I've been there and I spent one night and I stayed in their hotel room. And you know what is on their nightstand? A clock. A clock that is produced by brand stand. Oh yeah. Old client. Yeah. It was impossible to sleep next to this clock. It just 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 rolling in my sleep, tossing and turning, all the terrible memories. I'll, put on, I'll say it by name. I, they were not pleasant to work with. Well, I've got I've got one of those clocks in in my bedroom at home. And at the at the Marriott where I just stayed, uh, like a couple weeks ago, they had one. Fantastic product. It's a good product. I w- I want I want one for my house. They got ones with USB C on them now. Oh, do they? Yeah, I was on the website for something the other day. Fixing Work something. Related. Oh. Bummer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they actually uh, the great products. Fantastic standard products. Yeah. The, uh, we're not sponsored by them or anything, are we? No. <laughs> I don't think they're mean in general. I just think they're mean to me. Um, anyways, that's enough of that. Anyway, you know our friend Jessica. She works here. Uh, yeah, yeah. She worked at the Gaylord Texan Christmas thing. Oh, really? Was she an elf or something? Uh, she, I don't know. Maybe she was an elf. I'm going to go ahead and say she was an elf. But yeah, their Christmas thing is amazing. You got to take the girls there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Don't take them to White Wolf, Great Wolf Lodge. I won't. Don't worry. No, White Wolf Lodge either. That's uh, a bar in Carol. Definitely not going to take, take them there. <laughs> we got $2 high lives. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what else? Well, well uh, yeah, so uh, I just wanted to tell that little story. Uh, and then just, just been just been working and stuff and listening to a lot of podcasts. Oh, yeah. You know, too. What have you been doing? Well, um, you know, I took my, took my girls to El Paso to visit their grandma. And uh, it was it was really fun, other than when I uh, totally sprained my ankle and destroyed it. It was it was bad. Um, but I took him to their first first baseball game. Did you break your ankle at the basketball or at the baseball game? No, in the backyard. You took them to their first baseball game in El Paso. Yeah, El Paso Chihuahuas. The El Paso Chihuahuas, I'm assuming, don't have an air-conditioned stadium. 
Well, it's, it, no, it's outside. But it's in El Paso. Yeah, El Paso actually cools off. At, El Paso actually cools off at night. Oh, Unlike Dallas, that there's a hot, wet blanket over the entire city. The concrete holds the heat. That's what I've been told. It's not just it's the uh, the humidity. It, it's it traps all the heat in. But El Paso is in the desert, so it's dry. So it actually cools off at night. So when people say it's a dry heat, it's hot, but it's a dry heat. It's yeah. Real. It's for real. Yeah. It feels like you're baking in an oven instead of like boiling in a pot of water. Yeah. Dallas is a crock pot. Yeah. But anyway, I took my girls to the baseball game, first baseball game, and uh, we got good seats. We got hooked up with good seats. But I think that baseball is probably ruined for them forever because before the game even started, they were both on the Jumbotron and like, and an usher brought them a baseball and they were just like spoiled rotten because they're so dang cute. Did they... Were they just on the Jumbotron for being the cutest girls there? Yeah, uh, the cameraman immediately saw them and put them on there. Was like, look how cute these girls are? Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah, and I guess I was on there by proxy, but first yeah. first time ever that, I, that I'm aware of that I was on the Jumbotron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've not been on the Jumbotron. That you know of. You might you might have been on there. Not known it. Been like picking your nose or something. I once tried, I once made a purposeful effort to get on the Jumbotron by paying a fee. And it turns out that fee is uh significantly higher than I was going to pay. Did you pay uh the fee to a guy in the parking lot? No. <laughs> email correspondence with their Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that you could pay to get on the Jumbotron. Well, since you're twisting my arm, I'll tell you the whole story. Uh, <laughs> I, when I, I once dated this young woman, yeah, and um, I thought we should get married. Okay, and so she really liked baseball, so I was like, "Oh, Jumbo Trump proposal for sure." Yes. I love that. And so I was like, dear Texas Rangers, please put me on your Jumbotron. And they're like, we don't do that for free. Here's our packages. It's five grand. Ooh, ouch. Like, ah, oh, do not have five grand. <laughs> yeah. So, Got to spend that on the ring. Yeah. I did, I did not yeah. spend that. You know what? Uh, you should have taken her to the double A Rough Riders game. <laughs> Probably would have been way cheaper. Well, what they would do for like 250 bucks, they'll send um, the horse guy <laughs> up to your section and he held up signs and he'll uh, he'll ask her to marry you for him yeah. or for you he yeah, yeah. Uh, that seems like a much uh, worse option well we still got the ice cream out of helmets so that's the main that's the number one best thing about going to a baseball game is the ice cream helmets yeah mm-hmm. uh, I'll take ice cream uh, any day of the week put it into a novelty Holding device. Oh man, it tastes so much sweeter. Yeah. You know, uh, like, uh, have you ever been to Jason's Deli? Yes, I've been to that establishment. So I'm trying to eat healthier, and this is like the greatest balance because I can get a salad there, like a good quality salad, and eat way too many boiled eggs. They just want you to eat boiled eggs there. 
Um, is it like a salad bar? Yeah. Yeah, the salad bar. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I've been there, but it has been a very long time, and I guarantee I didn't have a salad bar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have a decent salad bar with just a big bucket of hard-boiled eggs on it. Um, so you just get like a little bit of lettuce and like 12 eggs, dipped eggs and ranch. It's delicious. Um, but they have an ice cream machine. Oh. So this is like the only place my kids will go out to eat with me. Because they're like, man, it's got an ice cream machine. I love, like, soft serve. Yeah, soft serve. Man, that's the best. Yeah. It's the literal only good thing about Dickie's Barbecue. Dickie's Barbecue's not good. No, but they got a soft serve machine. Yeah. Dickie's Barbecue has bad sausage. How do you mess up sausage? Man, we're just, like, uh, getting people who will never sponsor us left and right on this no, episode. The only people who are ever going to sponsor us are, like, Casper Mattresses, HelloFresh, uh, BetterHelp. Uh, who else sponsors podcasts? Like- well, it's definitely, definitely not going to be um, the people who make alarm clocks for hotels, the <laughs> Texas Rangers, or Dickie's Barbecue. What's wrong with the Rangers? We need this on the Rangers. Uh, we we, um, we told them we didn't like their marriage packages. That was 12 years ago. I'm sure they've changed. <laughs> I'm sure it's like $15,000 now. Yeah, they've got a new stadium. They have a better Jumbotron, bigger. Um, air conditioning now. Yes, they do. That, may, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, uh, you want to talk about the Little Mermaid? Sure. You know, uh, well, I was trying to think of a good transition from baseball to mermaids. Mm. There's not one. I'll tell you, I just want to warn all our listeners now that if you're Googling, especially on social media, trying to look for opinions and information about the Little Mermaid, and you search for Little Mermaid. Lil, L-I-L? L-I-L. You search for Little Mermaid, you're not going to find Disney stuff. <laughs> no, probably not. No. There are a ton of Little Mermaid cartoons, though. Based on the Hans Christian Andersen uh, story, right? Yeah, we almost watched one, but then we couldn't find it anywhere. Oh yeah, it was like the bootleg. Uh, <laughs> I always think of what was it, the uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie, where they kidnap cartoon characters and make them be in knockoff, like yeah. Eastern <laughs> European versions. It was so good. Uh, yeah, because they, they kidnapped Flounder yeah. and made him be in uh, a movie called like The Little Fish Girl or something. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was really good. That was a very clever if movie. If you haven't seen that, it's perfect. Did we do one of these on, on the Chippendale's Rescue Rangers? No, I don't believe we have. Oh. Well, we should. You know what else I want to do at the top? I want to say thank you to all the new listeners. Welcome aboard. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. You you are welcome. I got a little call to action for you. Go listen to a witch's ball. Because I've been seeing the numbers. I've been seeing the stats. And you guys keep going back and listening to like the first two or three episodes. Those are bad quality. Not our strongest work. Witch's ball. That was uh, some... That was, that was a, a hot episode. That was our, that was probably my favorite episode that we've done today. Also, maybe uh, it's very closely related to the Little Mermaid because they had a fantastic mermaid scene in that yeah, in that movie. Great mermaid scene. Um, I think they award winning. I would say I'd give them an award for it. That that was like the North Toronto 
home ec special effects award maybe the uh yeah i don't know the glitter and glue award (laughs) (laughs) the the most sequins award yes uh all right so uh the little mermaid walt the walt disney corporation proudly presents Mm, walt disney laying people off laying off these eggs yeah, I don't know. the The brass is getting hit, but uh, how do you feel, first of all, about just the live action remakes in general? I'm getting burnt out. Uh, I don't hate them as much as other people hate them, but I, uh, you know, it's kind of the war, the battle cries from a lot of people seems to be like, don't make these make new stuff they are also still making new stuff. oh yeah they they produce new stuff all the time and the new stuff is funded is a, is funded by the, these cash cows so i i recognize that they serve a purpose in the studio system well, a lot of people go and watch them um so, I mean, I assume that there's people out there who really enjoy them. I will say that they, like, the distance between the bad ones and the good ones uh, is vast. Yeah, I, 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 how do you feel about them? I think they're okay. I think um, they're definitely unnecessary. But, I mean, they're, they can be fun. What's your favorite? I mean, What's your favorite? My favorite one, you know, I watched the little, I watched the Jungle Book not too long ago, and that one was really good. Yeah, it was very different from the cartoon. Um, and then I enjoyed Cinderella because it was it was also different from the cartoon. So I've heard this. I haven't seen the Cinderella one. I think the Cinderella one's the only one I haven't seen. That's pretty good. And I like Beauty and the Beast. I think the Beauty and the Beast one's the best. Also, Cinderella is not a musical, I don't think. I don't believe you. It, I don't think it is a musical. How could they do that? I could be wrong about that also. But I don't remember them singing in it. Oh, well. Um, it's good. Um, what other ones have they done? Aladdin I did not care for. Um, Aladdin was... It was it was okay. It was all, it was all right. I I rather have watched just about anything, but I'll watch Aladdin before just staring at a blank wall. And a lot of the movies we've reviewed, I rather stare at a blank. Wall. Oh man, some of them are just I mean painful, like really really hard to get through. Yeah, I don't like. And when I'm watching them, I'm mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, just really like, oh my god, why is Sean making me watch this? <laughs> do it for the pod. Yeah, do it for the pod, and it's usually like you know, one a.m. and I'm trying to struggle through it. And you're watching it with closed captions. On. Watching it with closed captions, I can't hear anything. Taking in the soundscapes. Um, yeah, because probably some of the sound design on these movies is probably phenomenal. <laughs> it's just stop music. <laughs> the sound on the the the, um, the movie that we're gonna do next shark bait are we doing that one yeah i've watched the first thing well you stopped you stopped because i was watching it the other day you texted me i was like hey i'm watching shark bait it's really really bad and you're like oh we're not gonna do that one we're just gonna do a little mermaid well it's not because like time oh so yeah what 
I would have finished it. I haven't had time to finish it. Because that movie is... I was really glad when you were like, no, we're not going to do that one. We need to start... I immediately stopped watching it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll finish it. I'll finish it. But it's the worst movie we've ever watched. I think it is. I think it is. The the music is clearly um, uh, haphazard uh, in that... um, it's got shoot. it's got some surprisingly big names. Let's not talk about that movie. No, no. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the Little Mermaid. Yeah. So, worst live action adaptation. Jungle or uh, not Jungle Book? Uh, Lion King. Lion King was not enjoyable. I gotta vote for Pinocchio though. Pinocchio was. I Pinocchio. Uh, Pinocchio was um, almost made me think less of Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom, what are you? What are you doing? America's treasure. He had to have got paid his full quote for a day's work, is what it was. Because he, there, there's no way that it took him more than a day. That she, he was barely in it. Shuffled around, mumbled in a really bad Italian accent. He didn't even have to memorize his lines. Have you seen uh, the Guillermo del Toro? Pinocchio. Apparently, that's apparently it's really good. I've seen that it's going to get Oscars. Really? That's the word on the street. Wow. Um, I don't know when the Oscars are, or or if they already happened. They might have already happened. I think they're the first weekend of February. So. <laughs> okay, so they already happened. But, I mean, he's going to get the the twenty twenty three Oscars happen in twenty twenty four. I don't know. We obviously don't know what we're talking about there. But um, so let's let's talk about the movie that we're here to talk about. Yes, um, the Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid. Your your feelings on the original animated version? My feelings on the original animated version were pretty dank. Yeah, um, that was a that was a sick movie. Sebastian was dope. Oh man. Uh, I had a plush Christmas ornament that I think I got from McDonald's, maybe? Flounder. I had Flounder. Whoa, you had McDonald's plush Flounder? I think it was McDonald's. It was it was one of the fast food places. Nah, well, it was McDonald's. Disney McDonald's are hand in hand. They're that tight. is America. Um, that literally is America. I'll say this. It was probably one of the most sexual Disney movies of my youth and I appreciated that uh, elaborate on that um, Ariel is um, smoking hot mermaid sm- smoking hot mermaid and uh, she's not wearing much she's wearing uh, a fish half of her is a fish half and then she's wearing uh, seashells technically the bottom half is naked uh, technically, they don't. Yeah, they don't show any. They, they don't show any. She's not wearing clothes. She's not wearing a little fish skirt. That's true. Never uh, thought of it. Not never thought of it that way. And then she is turned into a woman. Yeah. And the scene where she's learning to walk was very cute. I remember thinking, just like a, a woman uh, who is so helpless and in need of a man, she can't walk right. Like that's very hot. Okay, um, all right. <laughs> and then uh, she can't talk, and there's kind of like a power dynamic there going on, because Eric gets to flex his, like, vocal cords over. Yeah, he's like, I can talk and you can't. So there's this very, like, patriarchal power, 
like dynamic that was very appealing to me. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So is this going to be our last podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being facetious. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, good, good, good. Um <laughs> But, I mean, all the things that you said are probably correct. It's part of the story in the original, in the 90s, those views were more. When was the book written? Uh, Hans Christian Andersen? I don't know. I mean, it's it's old. It's old. And uh, I believe he was Dutch. Dutch? I think so. So... He also, I think, wrote um, the story that was turned into Frozen. Oh, really? Did he write the convoluted? He, he did not write Frozen 2 Frozen. or Frozen Fever or Olaf's Christmas uh, special. <laughs> <laughs> did he write the version of the play we saw at Kelly Killian's Daughter's School? Uh, yes, I believe he penned that. That was just the hits. Frozen and just the hits. Um, bing bong. Uh, I think that was a doorbell. Oh, that was Frontier letting me know I just paid my bill. Sorry. Oh, hey, way to go. Good good job paying your bills, though. I'm not like an adult. Um, so, did you... <laughs> did you ever watch uh, The Little Mermaid 2 or 3? No, I did not. They're not good. They're not good. One of them is about Ariel's daughter, and she gets kidnapped by uh, Ursula's sister. Um... And it's, and it's real bad. It's like Star Wars Episode 7, 8, 9, basically. Yeah, but probably a little better, maybe. Yeah. Uh, why, why do all the Disney sequels suck? Well, those back then were, that were like straight to video. Straight to the big poofy VHS. Yeah. Uh, they put zero money into those. They're like, we have, we have this... Uh, really successful Little Mermaid let's make some more money what, so what, what were your thoughts on the original Little Mermaid I've seen it uh, um, a thousand times in the last couple of years my daughters love it um, I think it's pretty good good songs Under the Sea That's one, a, of the best, one of the all time bangers full stop you do not need to like you know, it's good. Classified as all-time banger, children's song or musical song. No, just all-time banger. Real good. It's real good. All the music in that movie is, is excellent. It is probably played in my head more than any other song and over the course of my thirty-six years. Yeah, um, you know how old you are. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> just barely. Um. But yeah, so the new version. Let's get into the new version. New version. Um, the runtime was really long. It was a very long movie. So I've noticed that with these live action movies that Disney does. It's like the, the cartoon version, plus they add like four or five songs. Was there four or five songs? I feel like this only added two songs. Maybe they were. They seemed like they were twenty-minute ballads, though. They were. They were epic. They were. They were, were epic. The Eric's song. This added so much unnecessary stuff. Too much Eric. I don't need that much Eric. Really, it's called the Little Mermaid, not the Little. The, the Little Prince. The Little Prince. Lil. The Little Prince. The Little Prince. 
And also, what country is this? Like, so I think this one was in the Caribbean. Yes, but like, it was just that tiny island. Was their whole country? Uh, it was like, like 40 yeah, it was like some because uh, you know those were all like you know um, empirical, like empirical. Uh, basically, Europeans came over and took over all those little islands. And made them, but they didn't make them their own countries. No, but they, they but they dominated. They, they the sandwich islands because there's really yeah the archipelago in the sandwich. Islands. Yeah, the sandwich islands. Named after the Earl of Sandwich. Um, was a great man made a sandwich. Um, but yeah, that's what I assume. They don't go into the, the politics of it, but I assume that Eric is a, of a European nation who came over and uh, just, you know, wrecked whatever civilization was there and, and uh, erected a giant well, castle and dominated the people there. His parents weren't of European descent? No, I mean, it's, a co- it's colorblind casting, so it, it they don't go into the politics for a reason. <laughs> this movie's got a lot of politics around it. If you, if you try to look up stuff about this movie on Twitter, you will become disappointed in mankind. I'm yeah, I'm already do, I'm already I'm already disappointed in mankind. So, but uh, that being said, what did you think about the casting? Uh, that was great. Uh, Ariel's voice, magical. It, it, I don't know if it was done with computers. Or no, that is that is her voice. She uh, she's like a classically trained. She's like a singer first. Singer. She's yes. A singer more than an actress, right? I believe so. And apparently, she's uh, she's a well known singer that I don't know about like, because I'm old. Young people know of not thirty, however old you are, and. I'm older than you even. Yeah. If it's after the red hot chili peppers, I don't know them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I was on Spotify today. And yeah. I got the Spotify playlist. The cover of the classic rock Spotify playlist was Nirvana. Yeah. That's classic they, rock. That's, they changed classic rock. They... It should be anybody but them. Well, classic rock. So, I mean, how long ago was that now? That was 30 years ago. So in the 90s, that was like 60s music to us when we were that age. So classic rock. Actually, it's oldies. It's the classic rock should still be. I've actually seen Nirvana classified as oldies also. Uh, Wow. Dave Grohl looks great. Dave Grohl must dye his hair. He should have a lot of gray. Uh, he's he's immortal though. He is immortal. Yeah. Um, so youthful. So so vibrant. Uh, I want to take whatever supplements he's on. Uh, I I thought her voice was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought you're not going to find a better singer than this. The Ariel's defining trait, uh, besides being a little bit of a ditz, is that she is fantastic at singing. Yep. And it's like this amazing attribute she has is her. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's her only bargaining chip for getting legs. Yeah, yeah. It's the only thing of value that she has. She also has a giant, a giant treasure trove, like of uh, of junk that nobody else wants. Yeah. Uh, Also, her dad totally wrecked it. So it's bits and pieces now. He didn't wreck it in this movie. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Oh, but he was like, Ariel, I told you no humans. Her dad's Javier Bardem. Yeah. That's weird casting. 
He was weird casting. He was imposing. He was very scary. He was successful at it. You know, one thing I noticed about this movie is underwater. I mean, I totally identify with Ariel because underwater is very, like, dark and, like... Not it does not look like fun at all. Yeah. Like his castle, King Triton's castle, is just like some plants. It's just some rocks. It was not a castle. It was not. So basically, um, can I gripe about something now? Of course, yeah. I think all the underwater, sh- all the, all the, <laughs> uh, all the underwater shot looks terrible. The whole aesthetic they went with for underwater. It was very grim. It was very grim looking. But maybe that was on purpose. When they did, I want to say right now, I'm going to skip to it. Under the Sea. When they did Under the Sea. It was not vibrant. I was heartbroken. I was, I went into this movie. I went to the movie theater. I paid my money. I brought my daughter with me. My daughter saw this with me. I didn't go by myself. Um, And I, I signed up for AMC Stubbs. So I paid an extra fifteen dollars to do all this, and I go into the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, no matter how bad this movie is, Under the Sea is going to be worth it. I'm paying this forty dollars to see just an amazing, beautiful CGI Under the Sea, and it sucked. Yeah. So bad. It was. I don't even remember it. Um, just like some soft shell sea turtles doing a little twirly too. It was not It was nothing. It was like, oh, it, it, it looked like what would be in the sequel. Like it was like that bad. Yeah. It was. It was like. It looked like John G. Dyke directed it. Yeah. Did it look like a scene from uh, Shark Bait? No. <laughs> it's still recognizable as entertainment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. John John G. Dyke compared to Sharkbait is like uh, Orson Welles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Can't wait to do that movie. Orson Welles? No, uh, Sharkbait. Sharkbait, yeah. It's going to be a... Two, two weeks. It's going to be a great... going to be a great episode. Listeners, mark that on your calendars. You know, these episodes are easier and more fun to do about bad movies. And sometimes, I mean, like, the really good movies are, are tough. Yeah. I, this Little Mermaid's just so mid to me. Yeah, it's mid, but we get to talk about Disney, and yeah. there's other stuff to compare it to. But I would, I would like to hear uh, some feedback on like, do people like, do people actually go and watch the bad movies that we talk about, or like, uh, I'm, I mean, I gotta think that they don't, because no, why? Don't. Or they start them and then you get five minutes into it and turn it off. I would say Witch's Ball, which you can find free streaming on places, is a fun watch. It's so bad. It's oh, really. Really? Yeah, I would. Uh, A good, like, 60 minutes of that movie is a a literal talent show. (laughs) (laughs) Best 60 minutes. I fast forwarded. I fast forwarded through it. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, This is is not an episode about which. This is an episode about the Little Mermaid. All right. So I'm going to say, I'm going to, okay. 
Do you want to do our shot for shot recap? Nah, we don't. Everybody knows a Little Mermaid, right? Okay. Yeah, everybody knows. I don't, I don't think. I think let's talk about. Let's go back and forth. See, good thing, bad thing. I said a bad thing. You say a good thing. Okay, good thing. Um, I enjoyed that they put some more island culture in the in this movie. Like when they go on their carriage ride, and she's got legs, and they're and but she can't talk. Uh, they go on their carriage ride and they go into the village and they have like a song in the village, but it's all like island. It's like, like they actually go into the island culture. I liked that. I like that as well. Good thing uh, for you. Good thing for me. I like Melissa McCarthy. She was great. Um, her song was really great. I didn't know she could sing. And it was, uh, the, I think the special effects with her, um, with her whatchamacallums tentacles yes fantastic yeah it's great uh bad thing for me let's see um the other extra songs that were jammed in there eric's song was painful that's my bad thing too and he got i mean you could tell that that guy is probably a broadway star because man he got real like broadway on it that's uh he was and the new songs were done by uh what's his name Lin-Manuel Miranda. yeah i feel like he did not do his best work on this movie no I, nor did he have to he knocked it out in an afternoon i bet uh, i bet but there was also speaking of Lin-Manuel Miranda and bad new songs what did you think of the scuttle rap i thought it was um awful and I felt bad for Aquafina that they made her do that. What do you feel about Aquafina? I feel like she's being overused. What? In voice work. She has a great voice. It's very distinct. Very distinct. Um, but I feel like, yeah, it's, it's one that you can't just put in every movie because everyone's like, oh, it's Aquafina. And she doesn't really do voices. She just uses her own voice. And now, um, so she sounds exactly like uh, that dragon in that dragon movie. Yeah, I don't think she was right for that dragon, but that dragon movie was a flop in my book. I liked it. Oh, it just disappeared from the zeitgeist so fast. Well, it was straight to streaming. Oh, yeah. There's no zeitgeist in streaming. And also, like... Well, I guess there is, like, Stranger Things. Months after that had come out at Christmas time, some random family member gave my daughter a Lego set from from that dragon movie, and my daughter was just like, Huh? I bet that was uh, on sale <laughs> on the bargain rack. Oh, yeah, it's not. Hey, buy my kids' gifts. That's awesome. But my daughter's just like, I, I. No, you know what? I'm never going to buy your kids' gifts because you don't appreciate it. Nobody, nobody should buy. No, cash only. <laughs> cash app. <laughs> if everybody pitched in 20 bucks, you're going to buy something my kid actually wants instead of having a bunch of junk I step on. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I have a new... I think about that every birthday that they have. I'm like, man, why? This has been my policy for years. I was going to say it's my new policy, but it's been my policy for like three, four years. If I step on it on the floor, I'm just going to throw it away. Nice. Like, uh, my kids would have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> have only the stuff they keep on their bed. <laughs> so, uh, learn, learn them real fast. You know what's been great? My son got a Nintendo. Yeah. Now wants nothing to do with anything other than the Nintendo. Parents, this is the way to go. Do not buy your children toys. He, buy them the ultimate toy. Just buy them one Nintendo. This is your only possession. You no longer have balls and blankets and Legos in my house. Yeah. It's nice and compact. Yeah. 
Um, that's good advice. Good parenting advice. <laughs> um, yeah. The, anyway, Aquafina rap was terrible. Worst part of the movie. Okay, so I would like to counterpoint. Okay, counterpoint. Was not the worst part of the movie, and was one of the only parts of the movie with like an energy level above a seven. This movie has a few scenes where the energy level is above a seven. That's where Under the Sea should have been a a ten. And Under the Sea was a five. Like it just wasn't there, and like a lot of the it it really suffers for trying to be realistic in the underwater scenes. Like, it really suffered for it. Sebastian looks stupid. He looks like a dumb little crab. He doesn't look like... He does look... that. Well, that's part of the... That's part of the really difficult thing about these movies is, like, they're supposed to be live action. So you can't really have, like, a cartoon-looking crab that doesn't look like a crab. That was what, that was what sucked about The Lion King, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, you have a... Like, Timon and Pumbaa, they're, like, actual animals. They're not funny-looking. It really suffers for it. Yeah. It, it really takes the, the magic of these movies... And strips it away, and you get you get something back. You get a you get an emotional realism in the above water scenes, in the scenes with her and Eric and stuff. You you get a it makes the realist the realistic parts more real more like resonate emotionally because it is real life. But you lose something in the magic parts, and I thought that 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 stupid little. Um, scuttlebutt, whatever her name was. Yeah, that was the only scene in the movie where there was like this magical, little silly silliness. Where it was, it was like silly. It was energetic. It was over the. It was cartoonish. Yeah, you know, and it's still. I mean, it, uh, not suck though. <laughs> but Dude. it didn't suck too bad. It didn't Dude. suck as bad as Eric's song. Eric's song was boring. Eric's song was long and boring. He's just on a boat then? Yeah, he sails a giant sailing vessel by himself. Yeah, like it takes, it takes like days, it takes weeks to get a crew together and get the provisions on board. And he's just like second verse land. Well, he's the prince. Is it, he's, he's some kind of royalty though. Yeah, he's the prince. He was an orphan. He was an orphan. Yeah, orphan prince. Was that in the original that he was an orphan? No. They just added this orphan? In the original, he played a sweet flute. And they uh, they omitted the flute from this. Really, uh, and he throws the flute into the ocean. And it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, they didn't have a flute in this one. I would have rather him have a, a flute solo than the song that he sang. A uh, sweet like Jeffrey Toll. Yeah. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> oh yeah that would have fit perfect yeah um they probably couldn't get the rights to that disney probably couldn't get the rights to that song <laughs> <laughs> they probably do jethro Tull like works for disney yeah um i don't i don't i don't know if jethro Tull is still alive he probably is jethro Tull. if you're out there and listening um email us at the show was jethro Tull the name of a man or the band i don't know that either Jethro is uh, is a man's name. I assume it was the man who was playing the flute. Well, what about Leonard Skinner? That's 
No, that's uh, that's the name of their gym teacher that they all hated. Maybe Jethro Tull also had a. Or is Jeff? Maybe Jeff. I think Jethro Tull was some kind of mythological person. Actually, I don't know. I'll do some research. Um, if I knew we were going to talk about Jethro Tull, I would have done a little research. Um, but um, uh, can I tell you another thing that I didn't enjoy on the movie? Yes, absolutely. Uh, the end where it was way too scary for my kids. Yeah. They were terrified. Yeah, Maddie was hiding her eyes in my armpit. Yeah, June was like crawling all, all over me and like, yeah. Um, Stevie, all, I don't think Stevie minded it too, too much though. How old Stevie? Was she registering? She's two. Yeah, she was She was glued to it. The, the, the ending of um, the original is scary. It's scary, but not uh, as scary. Like she, I mean, she was giant and it looked like parts of the Caribbean and her eyes were glowing and uh, it was very, it was, it was scary. One of my earliest memories in life was going to go see the original Little Mermaid. Really? And uh, my little brother got so scared, my dad had to take him out into the hallway. At that part? Yeah. That where part. she grew up, where she grew really big? Ursula? Yeah. And uh, actually, I think it was just before that. I think it was the first time they showed Ursula, just like getting the potions and stuff. Oh, yeah. Before when we left, we drove behind the theater, and my dad trying to explain to my baby brother, like, there's nothing back here, you know? Oh, yeah. I would have been very young, so I don't know if I remember that right. You probably made that up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Did did your daughters, like, recover? Are they having nightmares to this day? Oh, no, they're fine. Uh, They they didn't have any nightmares. It was just scary in the moment for them. Yeah. Um, But I I imagine that uh, was really scary for a lot of kids. I I liked the ending in the animated one from what I remember of it a little better. I feel like it was a little peaceful, slower. There was a wedding in the end. I don't really remember what happened at the end of this one. I remember there was a lot of mermaids standing in the water. um, And they're all um, very sexy, very sexy mermaids. Mostly naked. Um, Especially like the guys were all just like male models that they were 100% naked. That's true. They have no clothes on. Oh. Unless they have, like, some bracelets or something. Um, and the original King Triton uh, makes a rainbow with his with his mm-hmm. trident. Yes. I don't think that happened in this one. I don't think so. And I don't... I think... Uh, so, what, did they get married? Did they get married in this one? Or did they just, like, sail off into the... <laughs> Sunset. Jeez, man, we really waited three quarters. Well, yeah, it was, I watched it a long time ago. They sailed off to go off on an adventure, and um, but in the original, like they didn't have the whole ship battle and the ship poking her on the side. Um, King Triton just like came and saved the day. He's like, "Oh, sure, this is my daughter." In the original? Yeah. No, in the original, uh, yeah, Eric gets in the... Eric actually saves Ariel in the original one. Mm-hmm. He gets in the the sunken ship and stabs Ursula with the ship. Oh, okay. But in this one, uh, Ariel does it, right? Yeah. Ariel's the hero, which is probably the way it should be. It's the little mermaid. It's not the little prince. Yeah. The little prince Eric. I, yeah, I liked it. I, you know, I thought it was cool. Well, uh, Melissa McCarthy was um, dope, and she was uh, she did a good job, not just looking like Melissa McCarthy, 
it, I was assuming that when she was going to be all big, it would just be like, oh, look, I'm a giant Melissa McCarthy. Like a Power Rangers situation? Yeah, but it really was like she was Ursula, you know? Yeah. I thought she did a great job. Um, I think I thought everyone. I I actually liked Eric. I just hated his song, but uh, I thought he did a pretty good job being Eric. Uh, Eric's dog was cool. Yeah, Eric's dog was cool. Um, there was no over the top um, cartoonish French chef. No, oh man, there was no John Stamos. Oh man, John Stamos played the heck out of that role in the stage production that you can watch on Disney Plus. And Queen Latifah was Ursula, and she was awesome. I, I kind of wished that they had gone, but Melissa McCarthy did a great job, though. Yeah. What did, What did you think of um, Little Prince Eric's foot man? Um, he was very forgettable because I can't remember even what he looks like. Uh, I definitely remember him from the cartoon. I just remember like, oh man, this guy's face was built for this role. Like, I bet all he does is play the footman on like BBC. He's <laughs> <laughs> got footman nose. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, let's rate it. Are you ready to rate it? Um, I have nothing more to say about this movie, but this is going to be a short episode. Well, let's we can talk about other um, uh, Disney live action films. Yeah, absolutely. Have you seen all of them? I haven't seen Cinderella. Cinderella's good. I haven't seen um, one that we will- the, new, the new one, Peter Pan. Oh, that one got really, really bad reviews, but I actually liked it. Um. Jude Law was Captain Hook. He was pretty good. Jude Law was Captain Hook? Yeah. A-lister. I thought it was pretty good. I don't know why people didn't like it. It definitely wasn't like the cartoon. Well, I I feel like Hook successfully told the... Like... Like... uh, They just conquered that property. Like, Hook is just so top-tier amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman. How do you get better than that? How, how can you approach this problem? A Rufio. It's just like the next... Rufio was not in this one. Oh, Rufio. <laughs> it's just like... I don't know. But, uh, here's, here's, let, me, let me ask you this. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Do you care about it anymore? No, not not now. I haven't watched one since the Avengers Endgame two or whichever one that was, where where uh, Captain America was an old man, yeah. and Iron Man died. Yeah, I haven't watched another one since then. That's where it should have just ended. Take a few years off. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to care about these Phase two or Phase three or whatever. Phase five. Okay, Phase five. Phase five. Thanos was the end of Phase two. Although I did enjoy uh, the, uh, what's her name, um, the TV show with the the. Uh, oh yeah, Wandavision. Wandavision. Wandavision was great. I enjoyed that one, and then they're making a spinoff of Wandavision with the uh, what's her name that was a, the bad lady in it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be that's gonna be funny. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, how do you feel about Secret Invasion? Are you gonna watch Secret Invasion? You know, probably not. No. 
No. I was, I was really pumped for it coming out. And it's out now. The spy thriller. I feel like if I jumped into a show like that, I wouldn't know what was going on because I missed some. But that's the thing I don't like about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is you can't skip anything because it's connect because it's interconnected with everything else and then you don't know what's going on yeah i think yeah i'm just over it like i don't want to watch ant-man quantum quantum mania uh because but then if you skip that then you don't know what's going on in the next i mean literally it did set up like a big thing it set up like the new big bad guy but the new big bad guy was going to be Jonathan Majors, and oh uh, yeah, now not anymore. Now he's in major trouble. Bum, bum, bum. Um, but anyway, that's Disney live action stuff technically. But yeah, I think I think it's time for a hard reset. Anyway, this is what I was going to ask you. I think it's time for a hard reset. Like, let's start back over with the good superheroes because they're all dead now. Let's let's start all over. Man, I, I yeah, I don't know if I could start over either. You know, I mean, it's been a long haul. How about yeah? Let's just like just leave it for a while. Take a sabbatical from superhero movies. And now DC's DC's. Did you watch the Flash? DC. That one was supposed to be good, and I was excited because Michael Keaton was going to be Batman in it. Yes. And Ben Affleck was Batman. They have some kind of yeah they mirror cross, mirrorverse or something. Cross universes. See, I'm not into that. Oh, everybody's doing. It. I'm not into the multiverses. Not into the multiverses. Okay. Just one one verse is good enough for me. Yeah, well, it's just like because um, you know it, it kind of uh, eliminates a lot of the the peril because like oh Iron Man died there's like a million other Iron Man well this, this is why uh, I, I would encourage although Into the Spider-Verse I want to watch I, I, would, I would encourage you to watch um, Doctor Strange and the I have seen that one I did see that one they did a pretty good job of keeping there being real stakes when there were still multiverses and it was the Sam Raimi movie but that one's like uh, I don't know I, I did like that one I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm tired. I was a I'm tired. Hard Marvel guy at the theater day one for like the majority of my for all of my adult life basically. Yeah. Like this whole thing kicked off the year after I graduated high school. So like basically my entire adult life I have been seeing these dumb movies and like now I just I haven't seen the recent Guardians. Oh, I haven't either. Although I I do like those. Because they're funny, they're I like, and they're almost like standalone movies too. But have you seen it? I haven't seen it, no. Yeah. And I won't until I can stream it. And then there was, uh, or, or this, the Marvels was coming out, and I just I, I have no idea, no, no interest in that. Yeah, I'm just tired. I'm weary of trying to keep up with it. What what movie to change the direction of this conversation? What movie are you excited about? Uh, I, I'm excited to see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, really? You are? Yes, I am. Nice. What are you, what are you excited to see? Barbie. Oh, I'm excited to see Barbie, too. That one looks really good. Yeah. Are you excited to see Oppenheimer? Yeah. I'm excited to see Oppenheimer. I would like to see that one. Uh, I don't know what else is coming out. Oh, the new Mission Impossible. I'm very excited to see that one. Yes. I feel like we should stop saying excited to see. Excited to see. Excited to see. Well, I'm... I'm Under the sea. 
um, how, how would you feel if there was a multiverse in uh, the Little Mermaid's uh, world? Mm. Would you like to be part of that world? Did like a crossover with Moana? No, like They're not too far away from Moana. They could hang out. Well, it depends on where. I guess yeah, because the Little Mermaid is not like in the in the Netherlands, where it, she's, the in the sto- she's in the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, which Polynesia? Yeah, they could. They making a live action Moana with the Rock. Are they really? Yeah, the Rock is going to play Moana. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's gonna play. I would like to see that if The Rock played all the parts, <laughs> <laughs> like an Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> but they just kind of CGI'd him on a Moana. Okay, hold on. We gotta talk about this. Do we want to do Shark Bait? Starring Freddie Prince Jr. and Andy Dick. <laughs> oh man! Or do we want to do the Never Ending Story three? I want to do the Never Ending Story three because I don't want to do Shark Bait. <laughs> I can't finish Shark Bait. Yeah, Never Ending Story three. It's got the Free Willy kid. Got the Free Willy kid in it. Um, and and like a twenty four. Does it have black? Does it have high school kid? Falcor. I bet Jack Black is in it for one second. Oh, you should watch the trailer. He's the main bad guy. Is he really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, he's the main bad guy, and Falcor is in it. Love Falcor. See what what set this whole thing off. How I found out about this is I found out, and I'll put this on the Instagram so you guys can see it too. A person owns the original Falcor head. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it was in their garage. Yeah. And they they own, and it turns out it's a cool person too. They own a um, vintage shop that sells a lot of vintage toys and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Like, had just had it in storage for like 20 years or whatever, but they brought it and put it in front of their store uh, to celebrate some anniversary or something. And yeah, people could take pictures with it. Oh, what a great, uh, what a great promo! Yeah, right. I wonder how much, is, how much would you pay for the Falcor head if you were an eccentric millionaire? Uh, if I had a place to store it, um, bedroom. Uh, I guess if I had a bedroom that big, then money would be no object. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He has, he has the whole body too, right? Though. But oh, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's just the head. I think he has the whole Falcor. Really? Prop. Whatever whatever that is. I I saw just the head. The thing I was reading today was just the head. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe I I uh, misunderstood the picture that I saw. Maybe we saw different things. Maybe my eyes and my brain one Falcor head. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Um but yeah, let's let's watch the Never Ending Story three. I've never seen two, but uh, somehow I I I gotta think that they're not as inter- interconnected as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I think it, I think we'll probably be all right. One thing that gives me hope that it might actually be good is that it w- it's based off a book by the same author as the first one. Like like yeah, they're all based off books by right in the same series of books I don't think it's going to be good but I do think that it's going to be entertaining it looks like it has way more in the real world based off the trailer I saw which was a somebody like 
scanned off a Miramax uh, home VHS to like digital, and so it was all yes, and had a mono audio. Um, can we can we watch it though? Is it available? Or is it one of those that you have to like buy the disc from like Korean website or something? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Here, you vamp. I'm on Google. All right. Um, so yeah, the the first never ending story. How how magical is that? And what a great song. Did you uh, do you know if that song won any Grammys or um, Oscars? I don't, but when I was in high school, uh, I was a big fan of a band called Atreyu. Oh, Atreyu. Atreyu. Did you ever like Atreyu? Uh, the yeah. character uh, the character in the movie, I I really liked Atreyu. Um, it's on Amazon. Yes. Um, Amazon Video. Why do I pay for it? Nothing's free on Amazon. Well, there's they have everything. That's why. So if you Google, if you search for anything on there, it comes up. But um, are you sad about Lord of the Rings this fall? What about The Witcher? Do you keep up with The Witcher? You know, I'm trying to get through season two. I haven't I haven't finished season two yet of The Witcher. Of The Witcher, but the new season just came out, right? Yeah, season one I thought was an absolute masterpiece. Ten out of ten. Season two I liked because I like swords and sorcery stuff. I do too. I would not think. The average person would like it because there were some boring parts. There's a lot of um, recovering in hospitals and taking medicine, hanging out, and just hanging hanging out in the castle. There's a lot of that training. There's a lot of like training. There's a lot of training. Um, not not. You don't see the main bad guy of the season until the last episode. There's not enough monsters. That's what The Witcher is all about, right? And fighting monsters. But then, like on the final episode or the penultimate episode, there is a one a top tier monster fight. Oh, good! So, looking forward to that. The last two episodes are great. So, but this next season is with uh, Henry Cavill still in it, right? Yeah, yes. We still got season three with Henry Cavill. It's coming out in five episode chunks. So five episodes already out. Five episodes come out on the twenty seventh, and I I just binge watch them as fast as I could. It is so much better than season two. It's really? Like, yeah, it's it's up there with season one in my book. And then uh, season four is going to be a Hemsworth. Yes, Liam Hemsworth. I wonder how they're going to um, address the fact that his face and body change. So I've thought about this a lot. Does he take some kind of potion? So that's an option, right? They could just be like, oh, he got sick in... And got revitalized, and like the magic made him look different. Or, or they could say nothing. They, yes. What option? Uh, if they can come up with a really good reason, that's that is part of the story, and not just like, oh, it took some magic potion and he changed his face. If it's not just tacked on there, then I think I would prefer there to be a reason. But. I wouldn't mind if they if it was just like oh we changed actors, yeah I think James they, James Bond style. I think they just need to ignore it. It's 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 going to be fighting an uphill battle. Like I'm going to no matter what they do, 
I, I just can't see it being as good. And apparently, I, I don't have high hopes for it because Henry Cavill left because he said it was going to be bad. Oh, he read, yeah. He read the script and was like, this is garbage. I'm, I'm going to go do a Warhammer movie. Yeah. Is he going to be the new James Bond, too? No, that was floating around on the internet recently, but... That was in relation to he um, auditioned was in the running with Daniel Craig and Daniel Craig got inside. Oh, okay. And the, somebody was just asking the director about it, and so it was it was making the round. Oh man, he'd be a he'd be a great Bond. He's not too old to be Bond. No, he's not as old as Daniel Craig. He was probably too young when he was interviewing with Daniel Craig, but also he's American, isn't he? Henry Cavill? No, he's British. Oh, he's British? Yeah, they would never let an American audition for Bond. Why? Because he's British. There, there's this guy we both know, I don't say who it is, but one time he was like, oh, every Bond's British. Only British people can be Bond. He was, I think he wanted Idris Elba to be Bond. And I was like, oh, like, really? Well, Pierce Brosnan is uh, Irish. And Sean Connery's Scottish. Yeah, that's British. Well, not English. Not English. But I was just like, "What about Pierce Brosnan?" He was like, "Oh no, he must be, uh, he must be British." I was just like, "Okay, cool, cool, bro." He got it because of Remington Steel, which was basically which was James Bond for TV. Um, what else? What else is going on in the zeitgeist, as they say? Oh, um, the Ruby Gilman is a Kraken. Yeah. Want to watch that. My daughter's very pumped on that. Going to go see that this weekend, I think. Uh, once all Elemental. Have you seen Elemental? I have not. Uh, uh, we're not going to review it on the podcast. Uh, so can I get on a soapbox about it real quick? You, you can. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Pixar needs to chill out. <laughs> what are they doing? This movie was... It was just like... Too serious? It was just like, all right, guys, we got two things. Cool visuals and pulling at heartstrings. Yeah. We don't need character development. We don't need plot. We don't need any kind of, like, motivation. We just need pulling at heartstrings. And also, I'm pretty sure the lesson, like, of the moral of the story was immigrants need to do a better job assimilating. Which I... Not a good lesson. It wasn't really a lesson that really pulls at heartstrings, I guess. Like, I I just thought of, like, it had so many, so much going on visually. It was like watching a fireworks show where you're just like, oh. okay, I get it. All right. Like, fireworks shows are cool because they're, what, seven minutes? This was a two-hour movie. And... Like, yeah, this boy and girl fall in love for no reason, and they're uh, have like four dates and decide they want to spend the rest of their life together, which I mean happens in a lot of these kinds of movies, but like it just seems so uh, unrealistic when one of their defining traits is she's stubborn and hard headed and like tough to get to. And his one is like he's like a schlubby uh, dude who does who's inactive and like the, I don't know, but um, they uh, yeah she lives in the Fire Girl like you've seen on the trailers lives in Firetown yeah which is a part of the Elemental City and that's where all the fire people live and they're just all there. 
because when they immigrated, that's that's like where they went because it wasn't safe to live anywhere else, and they kept catching stuff on fire and like there's water everywhere, like their roads are just like like water slides, and so it's like really dangerous for them to like leave Firetown. Um, yeah, her, her dad's like a super overbearing uh, immigrant who just wants to like force his culture down her throat, and then her, she like grows up to go to glass blowing school, I guess. Anyway, it's uh, very dumb. So, um, five stars is your review. So, worst Pixar movie. Really? Worst Pixar movie. What's the worst Pixar movie? What's oh. The worst Pixar movie? I'm pretty sure it's Elemental. I don't know. I've I've not seen Elemental. Um, I mean, they did nothing but bangers for decades. Yeah, they. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? I actually looked it up because I was going to suggest we do it. It's the Buzz Lightyear movie. Oh yeah, I I kind of liked that one. It's the worst reviewed. Yeah, I haven't seen the Buzz Lightyear movie. It wouldn't. I can't say if it's worse than Elemental, but I can't imagine it's better. I didn't. I, I can't didn't. imagine it's worse. I can't. It's Elemental is. Um, I would not watch it again. Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear was it was weird because it was supposed to be like the movie that the toy Buzz Lightyear was based on. I think Great concept. Cool concept. Uh, it was an okay movie. I thought it was very okay. Uh, what's your favorite Pixar movie? Toy Story 3. I, um, man, I love Monsters University. Yeah. And I love the Incredibles movies. The Incredibles and, are good. Incre- See, Pixar has good sequels. Yes. Pixar Incredibles good. 2 was... Incredibles 2 was good. Awesome. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. All of it. Um, but those, yeah, I like all the Toy Stories. But we'll never review any of those on this show because this no, they're 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 too, they're too high they're too highbrow. They're too good. Toy Story three, I saw for the first time at a drive-in. Ooh. In my old Kia Sorento, and the only way to go to a drive-in. Yes, in a two thousand five Kia Sorento, and I was crying so hard that the car was like. You could hear the shocks going up and down, man. And you're blubbering. Oh. You were just boohooing. Balling. Balling. Uh, that one did make me cry. Uh, up. The beginning of Up. I feel like that's where Pixar was like, oh, guess what? We can make people cry at the drop of a hat. Let's do that in every one of our movies from now on and also let's not make them for kids anymore let's make them for uh, middle aged men who are going through midlife crisis I mean that jazz one what was the name of that jazz Soul Soul was just a movie for middle aged men it, it, it had no appeal to children it had no appeal to me either <laughs> like, I, I did not like it no Oh, that was pretty solid. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't. I don't. Uh, that's not the kind of movie that I watch. That's not the kind of movie I want to watch when I watch an animated movie. Yeah, it it, it could have not. It could have been a live action movie and like won Oscars. Like, yeah, they should have just made it a live action. But you know, they already made that one. It's called Ghost Dad, starring Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> It was not. It was nothing like that. But um, you know which one I want them to make a sequel to is um, 
uh, Zootopia. Love that movie. Yeah, Zootopia is great. It's not Pixar, but uh, it's Disney. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. So Marks. funny. Just listen to Smarts. I, I do. I listen to it every day. There's all the, the internet. I don't know if you ever get out into the weird corners of the internet, but people like that Zootopia movie. <laughs> like, like, like what? What do you say? People do like. It. I, I love that movie. I think it's hilarious. You know, sometimes I'm in the internet talking about movies, reading about movies, and then sometimes I just turns out a few clicks away. Yeah, people you can take a tales. you can take a, a wrong turn real fast on the internet. Have you ever heard of Reddit? <laughs> yeah, Reddit's a dangerous place. Yeah, um, the blue links, man, risky clicks. Yeah. Well, um, you want to rate this thing? You want to rate? Uh, we, we talked about the Little Mermaid a little bit on this podcast. Yes, we talked about the Little Mermaid. Um, Next week's episode will be a little tighter. How many mermaid? Um, how many uh, seashell uh, bikinis do you give this movie? It's got to be an even amount. It does have to be an even amount. All right, we're talking pairs, right? Yeah. See, yes, yeah, seashell bikinis, seashell bikinis, not seashells. So it's a one, it's one unit. So um, I, I'm gonna give it four out of twenty-two. Wow, you hated it. That's a no, that's a seriously failing grade. Four out of twenty-two. Okay, let me revise that. Four out of sixteen. Okay, that's still terrible. It's like a sixteen percent. Um, you would have to you would have to redo the grade if you got that. Okay, let me let, let me see this. I will never watch it again, but I am not sorry for the time I watched it. So I will give it four out of twelve. Okay. Still a failing grade, and a very, very failing grade. Thirty-three percent. I definitely cannot say that I will never watch it again because I know when it comes on Disney Plus, we will be watching it a lot. Yeah. Um, I give it a five out of ten. Five out of ten. Okay. No, you know what? I'm going to give it a six out of ten because I didn't hate it as much as I hated Pinocchio. I'm going to develop a new scale. Never going to watch it again. Yeah. Um, rather watch it than YouTube garbage. Would rather watch, uh, would sit and watch the wall for two hours. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather, rather, rather watch it than nothing and would like to watch it, will actively watch it. That's a really complicated scale. You have to write that down and... Um, so I'll never watch it again. I'd rather, I'd rather watch this movie than YouTube garbage. I'd rather watch it than a lot of the other live-action Disney movies. Well, this has to apply to all movies, though. Hmm. Well, this, is, this well, scale is just for this movie. Okay. Go back to Michelle Bras for next movie. (laughs) My my uh, my my children will not want to watch it again. So Max never wanted to watch it in the first place. Maddie Maddie told here. Oh, I almost forgot about this. I went with Maddie. Yeah. I asked Maddie what she wants me to say. Her review is. She said, "Eh, okay." 
All right. Uh, yeah, great endorsement. Uh, now, for... I also asked her what she wanted to say about Elemental. She said it's her new favorite movie of all time. Really? Yeah. Okay. But... So she thought a, high, a lot more highly of it than you. You gave it a you gave it a four out of thirty-eight. I don't think she understands the nuance. Well, but you did. No, it was actually zero nuance to the movie at all. Maybe that just means it was a good kids movie. A good kids movie about how your parents are always wrong and you should run away with the first guy you meet. That's exactly what I want my daughter to take away. Um, man, you know what I've been watching a lot of lately? Super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah, is it on streaming now? Both my kids. It is. Uh, it, it's streaming on my TV because I bought it because um, my kids just wanted to watch it so bad. What service? Again, is it on? iTunes. Oh okay. I mean, I bought I bought it on iTunes. Nice. I'm gonna have to buy it on iTunes uh, this weekend because Max does not know it's on streaming. That is Max's favorite movie of all time. That movie rips. I enjoyed that one a lot. That was a good kids movie. Does it hold up on the fifth rewatch? Yeah, I, I enjoy watching it. I mean, it's better than watching like Shimmer and Shine or, you know. We spent a lot uh, of time watching YouTube videos about like the secret hidden messages in Mario movies. Why Luigi is secretly stronger than Mario. We've been watching a, while, a lot of uh, Mario, just uh, the games, just like YouTube videos of the games. Yeah. Gotta get your girls a Wii. My girls have. Or a Switch. I've been thinking about it. Been thinking about. Oh, they're so good. Been thinking about it. They're better than tablets, in my opinion, because they don't have access to the internet. There's no YouTube on it. There's no YouTube. <laughs> um, unless I mean, YouTube should make a a video game that's just YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a Nintendo Switch you present yeah YouTube for Nintendo Switch and it's just YouTube. Yeah, uh, I am so sick of people trying to sell my kids stuff on YouTube, and it's always these egregiously bad mobile apps mm-hmm. advertising me on YouTube that I I did it. I finally did. It. I plucked down the fifteen bucks, got the YouTube Premium. No ads. No ads. But then I forgot that half the ads are just incorporated into videos. Yeah. So, I don't know. YouTube's a cesspool. A lot of good stuff on YouTube. A lot of bad, a lot of bad stuff. stuff. It's just like for kids, it's bad. For, for kids, it's horrible. Yeah. All You know what I see every time I try to watch a video on YouTube is uh, marketing videos for marketing funnels. Yes, and like I see those all the time like too. Automated cusp CRMs and stuff. It's just like, don't remind me of work. Yeah, yeah. YouTube's you're not for. No. Well, I mean, for, I do watch a lot of YouTube for work too, but uh, tutorials. Tutorials. I'm gonna watch a tutorial on how to edit this audio so that I can make it so we only talk about Ariel. Yeah, we're gonna have to chop like an hour off of it, or yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, call it. You want to? Yeah. Are we are we shooting for our longest episode here? No, this is going to be uh, just an average episode. <laughs> I feel like we've been talking for ages. Well, normally we do a shot by shot breakdown. Oh, that's true of of movies that. Yeah, usually I take notes on, and th- this is a movie that I watched like over a month ago, at yeah. least. 
So uh, I have to cut this part out. But do we want to talk about the race variable? Do we want to address that? Um, I mean, I thought it was a good casting. A, because she's supposed to be in the Caribbean. I actually liked, so King Triton's, all his daughters were different races, right? I thought that was excellent. But then they were each kind of like the princess of a region. Of the seven seas. Yeah. Yeah, Of the seven princesses. Yeah. So she was the princess of the Caribbean. So her race was spot on. Yeah. No Native American princess, I noticed. No, like, hanging out on Lake Michigan. Well, yeah, that's not really connected to the ocean. It's a lake. Well, mermaids don't live in lakes. Actually, they do. Or do do they? The lady of the lake did. She wasn't a mermaid. Oh, she was just some old lady. Thing. She was like a ghost or something. Yeah. She held a sword, Excalibur. That was her only job. Well, she also threw it. But she picked the ruler. The whole the whole country has been ruled. By one dude's family, because some lady in the lake was like, "Here's a sword." So did she? Did did um did the lady of the lake give Arthur the sword, or did he pull it out of the stone? I don't know. He pulled it out of the stone. In the cartoon, he for sure did. But it came. But the lady of the lake gave it to him in the movie Excalibur. Oh no! Or maybe, or was Excalibur the sword in the stone, or was it not? Was Excalibur the, the Lady of the Lakes sword? King Arthur just had two legendary swords. Maybe. I mean, he was really good. I mean, Sean Connery. Hey, remember that Sean Connery dragon movie, Dragonheart? I I used to watch that a lot. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, uh, it was so good. I can't find it now. Oh, really? Um, and who? Uh, it was uh, Dennis Quaid. Oh, when we start our Patreon and we start our Patreon podcast just for Daddy. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Can, can we do? Uh, can we call it something else, please? <laughs> We're gonna get a lot of listeners that are not looking well, for that kind of content. My wife will not let me be on a podcast called Just for Daddy. Okay, um, but we gotta we gotta do Highlander. Oh, the TV show or the movies? Let's do all. Let's just start a Highlander podcast, like a mini series. So good. I uh, thought we could just binge watch all the Highlander content. There was like eight seasons, nine seasons of that show. I watched all of them. When I worked at a mattress store, there wasn't much to do, and Hulu just was invented. And there wasn't much on Hulu either. So, but all the Highlanders. I watched like nine seasons of Highlander. Uh, all right, let's end this episode for real. All right, um, you you do the you do the thing. Part of this complete breakfast. Oh, part of this. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it's better than morning, Dad. Part of this complete breakfast. <laughs>